Say that again. That is correct. One more time. Uh, that is correct. Okay. Correct. 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 His core is wrecked. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mine is for sure. Yeah, mine doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. I have no core strength. Yeah, I I it's look like a kind of sad. I look like a Buddha statue that woke up one day and just decided to give up on life. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> You mean because the boot is smiling? <laughs> you smile a lot. Yeah. Did I ever tell you I went to charm school? The book on your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, enunciating, which I've obviously lost. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Booze does not help. I've never drank a day in my life. I'm sober as a bird. Are birds sober? That's a really good answer. Question. <laughs> you got me, you fuckers. I've seen some crazy pigeons. Home Alone 2. Or just like Chicago. Yeah. In general. Do you remember when Sam and I went to New York to see Jess and Sleater Kenny and we mm-hmm. had to name our own trip? On um, Southwest. Yep. Home Alone 4, Lesbians in New York. Oh, my God. And when they scanned our tickets at the gate, um, the name of the trip showed up on their little computer. Oh, my God. Oh, it was the best. You never told me that. That's fantastic. I love Sam, but I'm never going to travel with her again. I don't like traveling with people. I don't either. Um, How long have you been married? 11 years. How many trips have you gone on together? A lot. Probably like one a year. I don't mind traveling with him. <laughs> Aaron Rose has never seen us. Who are you? I'm Aaron Rose. And what? Who? who is your cat person co-host who's got a hairball? Nicholas Souter. Oh, man, there's another one coming. I'm just what trying. is happening over there? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, my throat itches. It's hard to watch. I'm not going to lie. I don't like watching me either. I am. Hmm. Close it's your eyes for the next, like, 20 seconds. Oh, my God. Okay. I can hear it. This is so much worse. Then open your eyes. I have something you should listen to. All right. We're going back to editing after this episode. Just going to throw that in there. I'll edit that part out. Anyways. So we have a theme song now. I know. I'm super excited about it. Um, It was written the same day I asked by the wonderful Donnie Moore, Mm. who's an absolutely not. And... Um, that's super impressive yeah he was working on shit Um, I'm not no he wasn't working on shit fuck that up no one listens to this Um, 
No. But I like randomly hit him up. I was like, hey, man, we could pay you in haircuts and falafel. Well. And he was willing to do it just, you know, because the shout out and the. um, Haircuts. Haircuts and the falafel. I've sent him a lot of. Spinach pies. Spinach pies. I've uh, hopefully this is going to be fired, but I've sent him many deliveries that were paid by credit card in quotes. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is tip the driver. Falafel farm. Yeah. So tip everybody. For real. Donnie is in the iceberg and most famously absolutely not. Um people love them. They have mm-hmm. a good decent following. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron doesn't know. Let's just put that out there. Aaron doesn't know. She loves the song, though. I do. And she's super happy so it's much. here. Yes. But just um, also, you know what? You should go to Bucket of Blood and oh, buy an yeah. Absolutely Not record. For sure. Go to our official sponsor's store on Belmont and California and Elston and buy a record from the guy. <laughs> we are terrible at this. Who made our theme song. Who's in the band Absolutely Not. It's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we we're very behind. We're very behind. This episode is in its second week of almost recording. Also, here's the thing: I didn't listen. To, I didn't watch the movie, so we're doing one of the movies. We, yeah. We're doing a movie mm-hmm. we've seen before. Aaron, will, it was a lost podcast. No, or we never recorded it. It was supposed to be a podcast, and then we just we got hated the movie. very discouraged. Shocker. <laughs> Anyways, here's the reason why you're all here. Um, he just wrote theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to play part of it now, and then I'm actually going to play the whole thing at the end, oh. as per Donald's request. Awesome. But uh, yeah, it's just called podcast theme. I think I'm going to go with Aaron Rose has never heard it. Sure. Is that too on the nose? I mean, I've definitely heard it. I know, but like, I mean seen the movies we talk about too but you didn't hear it until you heard it all right whatever just whatever will get you to play it supposed to be a slow fade out but let's just <laughs> next week we'll next be week better we'll bring back editing we're bringing back the editing our little there's been a lot going on like the past week and a half yeah so we're bringing back editing uh, yeah we're edit it in it's gonna be the slow fade mm-hmm. uh the only note i gave donnie was uh we like john carpenter a lot yeah and he goes, that's an understatement yeah and he goes you, well you know how i feel about john carpenter so oh also f- true Go on YouTube, look up the uh, Absolutely Not video, the most recent one they put out, where it's essentially Halloween, hmm. and it's fucking Donald Trump. Oh, God. He's a guy with a Donald Trump mask. Oh, yeah. Also, shit, I made two music videos for Absolutely Not. One of them is really bad. The other one... I did not know that. Yeah. Da-da. Oh, the the Halloween one is called Glitch. The one I directed is... Dying, is um. Dying California, which, as you can see, is just clips from John Carpenter's They Live. 
I'm super into that. Oh, I like them. Yeah. I am. Aaron doesn't know names. I don't know names. No. If you've heard um, her try to describe an actor on this show, it applies to bands too, especially yeah. local bands. Um, her husband's in two bands, so she's seen a lot of bands. I legit thought you were talking about like another podcast when you were saying absolutely not. Oh my God. I'm the worst. I'm sorry. There's something wrong with my brain. Oh. Would you watch this week? Um, This week? Or two weeks ago, maybe? Um, well, the podcast is about Kill Chain. <laughs> I actually did start like rewatching it today, which was a mistake. Yeah. Um, Kill Chain, which is the latest Nicolas Cage movie to sure. come out, I believe. Yeah. Um, it just came out in October, and then we're doing Us as well by Jordan Peele, which came out much earlier in the year. Yeah, and we went to see it for a podcast, and then. <laughs> Just very discouraged. I never got back out of the car after I dropped you guys off. Oh, that's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We went to see it with our estranged co-host, Robert. And Caesar. And Caesar. Caesar refuses to be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> He's too busy playing FIFA and just... He would be great, though. He would be I know. a great, would, he... like... The problem Co-host. is he, he thinks he would have to talk the whole time. You could just chime yeah, in and say dumb shit. Yeah, he's good at that. That's his entire thing. Yeah. I feel like that's part of my thing, too. I obviously can't handle it when I have to talk on my own. Yeah, I just won't go, I won't go to the bathroom during this episode. Yeah. I might not either. I'm very dehydrated, so I may not have to leave you alone. But speaking of Robert... We have a new segment, if you want to call it that, called Text from Robert, uh, because he's obviously obviously listening to the show. Hey, Robert. Um, and like going back to our last episode, we talked about Next of Kin, the Australian movie, but there's also like an 89 American movie starring Patrick Swayze. Bill Paxton and Liam Neeson. The wrong two people are dead out of the three. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh, <laughs> only one of those people should be dead, and it's that's not the I one mean. that's dead. Yeah. Um, but Robert like solved kind of like a lifelong mystery for me, and something I've always wondered about, which was like back. I don't know. 15 years ago, there used to be this weird punk house in Pilsen that was in an old theater, and it was called the Swayze Compound. And I have always, always, always wondered why it was called the Swayze Compound. And I just learned last week that it was because of the 89 Next of Kin movie. Because it takes place in Chicago. Swayze plays a Chicago cop. And at, like, one point in the movie, he walks into, like, this theater that, like, later became the Swayze compound. I don't know. (laughs) I was amazed by it. Never seen it, never been there. 
Oh my god, I went there way too much as a child. I mean, a teenager, I guess. <laughs> Is that one place closed now that like you used to go there and drink when you were like 14? Oh, that's fun closed. Okay. Rubes. That was in Harvey. Rubes? That was yeah. That was a different beast. That was like a legit bar that you could just go to and would serve you. Swayze Compound was like an old theater that somebody bought and started like throwing punk shows at. And like you could buy beer, but it wasn't like a bar. It was just like a weird punk house. And it was like falling apart. I don't know. I still keep tabs on it. Um, it was for sale forever. It's not on the market right now. Um, I don't know if it was bought or if people just like took it off the market to renovate it. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Most of the people listening to this have probably never been to the Swayze compound. You really shouldn't end our new segment with none of this matters. I'm not ending it. I'm like continuing on. <laughs> Fair. Mm. So the other thing Robert enlightened us with was he told us like the true story that the lighthouse was based on. Um, and I'm just gonna read his text to you. If you I mean you definitely need to listen to like the last episode about the lighthouse for this to make any sense. But anyway, so the story that the lighthouse was based off of was from the 1800s. These two Welsh lighthouse keepers were posted on a lighthouse essentially on a rock 20 miles off the coast of Wales. They were notoriously quarrelsome, and during one of their stints, one of them got gravely ill and died. The other one put up a distress signal, but there was a terrible storm and no boats could get to the rock that they were on. The remaining lighthouse keeper didn't want to give the dead guy a burial at sea because everyone knew how quarrelsome they were, and he thought that people would just think he killed them. So he kept the dead guy in the lighthouse, but after a while, he started to decompose and stink. So he used part of the lighthouse to make a coffin and then strapped the coffin to the outside of the lighthouse. The storm was so intense that the winds and waves broke the coffin apart, leaving the corpse strapped to the outside of the railing in such a way that the wind would make the guy's arm move like he was beckoning towards the other guy. Boats still couldn't get close enough to the rock, but when they did get close, they would see one of the lighthouse keepers outside waving at them. So even though the distress signal was up, they figured it wasn't that bad because the light was still on. Eventually, after weeks, someone was able to get onto the rock, and the remaining lighthouse keeper, who had kept the light going, was basically insane and reportedly unrecognizable due to the stress and trauma of staring at a corpse alone on a rock for weeks. Still less fucked up than... Still fucked up, less scary and depressing than the lighthouse itself. Yeah. Go see the lighthouse. Much better. You goddamn thoughts. Oh, my God. 
We have to stop. We have to stop drinking White Claw. We're drinking. Oh, I'm drinking White Claw. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Truly is better. Truly is better. I've been saying that. But I'm drinking White Claw now. So gassy. Makes me burp a lot. Yeah. All right. So, Kill Shane. Oof. You made me watch this. I did. I was. I was really okay. So there's two types of Nicolas Cage video on demand films. Mm -hmm. There are the ones that are just completely fucking awful dog shit. And then there's this one, which isn't like terrible, but it's just boring and thinks it's smart and it's not smart. It's not smart at all. Wait, did you read that um, interview I sent you? Not yet. (laughs) Okay. I'm behind on everything. Um. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like hate this movie. I don't have any feelings towards it at all. I didn't like it either. Yeah, it's just there. It was very blah. It was. And it was kind of like, I don't know, it kind of had like a comic book type feel to it, but like not enough. Like, if they had, like, leaned more into that, I feel like it could have been more successful, but... They were going for, like, weird neo-noir, like, assassin-type stuff, and it just can't... They didn't realize they were making schlock, or they knew they were making schlock, but they, like, were like, oh, no, this is cool. We're going to shoot a dead guy in the ankles, and everyone's going to be like, whoa! Also, it, like, it takes place in Colombia, but it's mostly populated by... By fucking dumb Americans. Because it was written by Americans. But why are there so many like weird Americans in Colombia? Because they get uh, really good tax incentives to shoot films there. That was like Nicolas Cage's third film he shot in Colombia this year. I did read that, but like it still just like doesn't make sense. I I will say this. I, I enjoyed Nicolas Cage in this. Because he's barely in it. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> they totally Scorsese this film where it opens with a scene mm-hmm. and then it go like it it turns out to be the middle of the movie, which is completely obvious. Except you literally wait forty five minutes to see him again. To see him again. They go through all the dumb characters that nobody cares about. Right. You literally don't care about no. any of these characters. And There's not enough like backstory or flashbacks to make you care about no. like these people They're not whatsoever. You're just like waiting for Nick Cage to come back. Yeah. They're one dimensional morons and you're supposed to care what happens to them. It's why would you care? And then yeah. they, everybody turns up back later in the story like they matter, but it none of them no. actually matter. No. It's just it's an not exercise even like of Nick Cage like matters. He sorta does, but he really doesn't. Not really. Yeah. Also, like he's hiding out in another country running like this is the worst. Oh, homage to Casablanca ever because he's doing like his bad Bogart impression but like his bad Bogart's like more like a bad I don't know like mm. I feel like Larry Bird could have been this in this movie and it would have been exactly the same yeah I don't know I tried watching it the second time and it didn't like go well you know who been good in this movie Hmm. Yeah, like if they rewrote it for him, Michael Keaton. Oh, but Michael Keaton's good in everything. That's my point. Like, 
We need a Michael Keaton episode. It could be. Oh my god, I would love to do a Michael Keaton episode. Just lie and say you haven't seen Birdman. Oh god, I love Birdman though. I know. I'm sure there's a Michael Keaton movie I haven't seen. Herbie Lovebug Returns. Definitely have not seen that. Did you just make that up? No, it's him and Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> Shut up. It's when she still looked like Lindsay Lohan. It's before her like rock bottom stage. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it just to talk about Michael Keaton. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, she races the car like with NASCARs and it's a fucking... I don't know if it's still for real. This I, is real. I I don't know. I haven't. I've forgotten about this movie completely. <laughs> She's racing in the car. I know it's a bug, a love bug actually. I think it transforms into a race car. Mm-hmm. And then he's like the crew, the pit boss crew guy, and he's like her dad or some shit. Oh god! I keep making all this up, but I'm pretty sure that's the synopsis of the film. Poor Michael Keaton. This is way before he like had his comeback. I know. It must have been. Um, you know what we've never brought up? What? Spotlight. Spotlight. Spotlight? Him, Mark Ruffalo, Rachel McAdams, the newspaper movie, the Boston Globe, where they talk. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh my God. We got a Michael Keaton double feature. <laughs> you never saw Spotlight? It's no, I guess really not. Good. It's really depressing. It's about the Catholic church cover up of the sex scandal. Oh, okay. So you have, you've seen it. Um, not fully. Okay. I've seen like bits and pieces of it. I remember when this came out. Okay. I feel like I've maybe like watched a little bit of it on something, but no, I should watch that. It's really good. I need to watch that. And then related to that movie, I also need to watch the movie Doubt. Have you ever seen that? Meryl Streep. I have a very long answer to this question. Okay. So. I People keep like telling me I love Meryl Streep. Also, and, like, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, he's a priest. He's so good. Also, it's the same, the same answer. The same thing in the play is the same thing with the movie. The director uh, and the, the writer of the movie is the same writer as the, the playwright. Okay. So... The only person who knows whether or not he did it, he only tells the actor who plays the priest. <gasps> so only Philip Seymour Hoffman knows. Oh, he took it to the grave. God. And only the actors who played the priest on stage know. That makes me uncomfortable. Uh, your, your, <laughs> your shoulders are touching your ears. But to get around to the answer. Yeah. The lovely Tammy Rose, who's our mm-hmm. best friend's mother, yes. Jess Rose, mm-hmm. every year for Christmas would give Jess and I like $50 gift cards to AMC movie theaters mm-hmm. so that we could go to the cinema together. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I know. Hold on. I'm so gross today, except for this haircut. Thanks, Aaron. Uh-huh. Um, go on her Instagram and check out the before and after. Oh, photos. God. I They're can't wait disaster. to post that. But um, <laughs> yeah, she would give us, she did this for years. Mm-hmm. And it's like your mom is, which turned to Jesse, like, is your mom encouraging us to get stoned and go to the movies? Because that's what's happening. So we yeah. saw Doubt together. We saw, um, Aaron is Stop fucking. Stop looking at me. I'm avoiding my eyes. 
We saw the fabulous Benjamin. Is that what's called the fabulous Benjamin Button? I don't think it's fabulous. Am I combining it with the fabulous Baker Boys? <laughs> Basically, we saw all the movies that were Real Oscar bait. What? Real bad movies. I hated that movie so much. I, I hated never its even watched it. Face. Um. Doubt was the best one we saw out of the Oscar bait movies because mm-hmm. we just went and saw the Oscar bait movies and none of them were that good. Okay. But Doubt was great. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Meryl Streep's really good. Um, I think it's streaming on Netflix right now. I just like added it to like one of my playlists because so many people, like in the past month, so many pe- different people have told me that I need to watch it. She's great. Um, she's pretty sure. Great. I mean... This is the easiest thing to say. I'm pretty sure she got nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. How many Oscars does she have? She has like a million of them. Um, I think she has like three or four, but she's been nominated more than any other person ever. Yeah. It makes sense. It's fucking Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Aaron's gone. So... That means it's giveaway time. We're going to do something a little different because I don't remember what I did last time. I think it was just a text me thing. <laughs> if you listen, you text, you win something. You don't have to fucking come up with anything else. I'm going to read. Uh, I have Prime Video. I have Netflix. I have Criterion. And I have Shutter. I'm going to read what's in the queue for one of them. And then you text me which one it is, and you will win something from Bucket of Blood, our official sponsor. Maybe it'll be an absolutely not record. The front man of that is Donnie Moore. He wrote our theme song. We are just kissing everyone's ass this week. Except my phone's not loading. Should I put the Wi-Fi on? You're not here. You don't care. You don't care. Mmm. There we go. Okay, so under the watch next. Oh, there's a fuck. It's it's Amazon Prime. Just text me Amazon Prime when you win something from Bucket of Blood. But we read anyways. Good time. Had that on when Aaron was cutting my hair, and then we have this was the ones I was to read. Active Killing, The Handmaiden, The Souvenir, um, Ray Donovan. I didn't watch that. I don't know what that is. Goliath. Don't Break Down, The Future, and Ed and His Dead Mother. So, you missed it. I said it was Amazon Prime. But the whole thing was I was going to read what was in my queue. Oh, God. Instead of saying queue, though, I said what's next, which is obviously Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So, text us, and you win something. Okay. From Bucket of Blood. Yeah. My God, I'm going to do like all my Black Friday shopping there. It's the only shop I'm going to go to on Black Friday. Only because I'm like working in the city near there already. Why do you like lift them up just to be like, just because I want to be there? Well, no, I'm like, I'm going to be over there. There's lots of shops over there, but like that's the only store I'm going to step foot on on Black Friday. Boom. Because they're awesome. They are. Shop local, think global. Absolutely. Like, I wish I could do it on, like, Small Business Saturday or whatever. But I'm going to be over there on Friday. So, Small Business Friday. For me. 
We wound up on talking about Meryl Streep. We have to go I back know. to this fucking terrible Nicolas Cage movie. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like the only reason to cast Nicolas Cage in a movie is so that he can be Nicolas Cage. And I don't feel like he fully gets to, like, be Nick Cage in this movie. It's because it's bad writing. We talked about this when we saw Mandy. Which is on our horror recap. Okay. Um, pardon me. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage can only do what he's given, you know? So, like, if you give him a shitty script, he's just going to go out there and be like, Ooh. <laughs> Oh, my God. What was that? That was the sound of me learning how to edit audio again. <laughs> Anyways. Um, nice. Mm-hmm. If, you, if Nick Cage has something good that's written for him and it pops off the page, he goes nuts. He pops off the page. Like, Mandy, he goes crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? Like, Dog Eat Dog or some shit, that Paul Schrader movie. Terrible, but Nick Cage tries. And then he made, like, Three movies made in New Orleans because they have tax breaks and they're yeah. all terrible. It was all about him like robbing banks or some shit. I don't. He owned property there, and his graves there too. Yeah, so it's like pyramid. He, he go ho- he go and sleep at his house, <laughs> and then wake Not up and anymore. make some terrible movie with the guy who does the Lowe's voiceover. Mm. Don't you miss Gene Hackman? Oh God, so much. Right. What. He used to do the voice of Lowe's. Lowe's. He retired. The last oh, movie I was going to say, is he dead? He's I don't dead. think he's dead. He's not dead. Um, the last movie he made was with Ray Romano called Welcome to Mooseport. <gasps> oh, I definitely remember the trailer for that. I remember the trailer. It came out when I, I was never working saw at Block. No, no. That was on the wall at Blockbuster when I worked there. Really? He hasn't been in a movie in forever. What happened to Ray Romano? Is Ray Romano. Ray Romano is actually he turned into a real actor. Really? He's in the new Scorsese movie, The Irishman. Oh, I kind of want to see that. I want to see that. He was in Vinyl. He was really good. Um, he's been in a lot of things. He was the best part of Funny People, where Eminem basically just yelled at him, told him to go fuck himself. But Ray Romano was actually funny. Like when I he's feel not, like I did see that movie, but I don't remember it. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was I looking at? What were we talking about? Oh, Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out when. He's got a great face. He really does. It's so interesting, but like not like interesting in a way where it's like, also he's 89. Yeah. That's, yeah. He doesn't have to do anything anymore. Um. On Friday, I had a movie night with, like, a couple of my friends, and we were, like, talking about people with interesting faces. Thanks for the invite. You wouldn't have come. No, I know. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I don't bother. I was making edibles. Yeah. Oh, we talked about flour. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, don't bring that up. I'm I'm making cookies with it. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not listening. Nobody is. No. Um... I don't know what brought it up. I think it was Andre's hatred for Paul Rudd. He just like hates his face. Excuse me? Yeah, I know. Is Red he flag. part of like 
But you know what's funny? If I had had that red flag, I would have walked away already. <laughs> um, but I have like a red flag too, which is like I brought up Mickey Rourke, and I'm like, I just love his face. And then everyone was like, before, after, and I'm like, both. <laughs> he was so handsome before, but like I just now I love his face. Like I don't, I just want to stare at it. It's like a train wreck. It is a fucking train wreck. Here's but the thing. I like it. I don't think that's a red flag. I think you're just a fucking weirdo. I am a weirdo. There's a difference between a red flag and a weirdo. Hey, Paul Rudd's a national treasure. That's what I said. Um, he He's literally that Drake song. He started at the bottom. Now he's at the top. He started... His first movie was Halloween 6. Yeah. Halloween... Nobody recovered from Halloween 6. Halloween 6 is so bad, Donald Pleasance is dead. Paul Rudd <laughs> is amazing. He is amazing. I love Paul Rudd. Um, so he's in that TV show you told me to watch. Mm-hmm. Dead Like Me? What's it called? No. I already forgot. Ironside? Michael Ironside? Nope. The movie? Mm-mm. The TV show? Um. Dead like apostles. Anyway, so it's on Netflix. It's new. And every time he goes on Conan, he does that thing where like, we're going to show a clip from the movie. Mm-hmm. And they show uh, the Mac clip from Mac and, and Me where the kid in the wheelchair falls off the Levine. So, and then the alien comes out of nowhere. Yeah. The head just pops up and goes, what? So he went on Conan Jesus. most very recently and did the same thing. Mm-hmm. His TV show, from what I know, is about clones it's it's mm-hmm. just like multiplicity starring michael keaton michael keaton michael keaton michael keaton andy mcdowell Not, yeah i've never seen the show yet yeah but he goes on and he shows the clip mm-hmm. and conan's laughing he goes so living you, with myself there we go something like that yeah. living good, with yourself something like that good pull yeah so conan's mm-hmm. like do you really want to show a clip from the show now you crazy son of a bitch and he goes yeah okay so he sets up the clip and then they show it, and it's exactly the same, except when the alien pops its head up, there's two of them now. <laughs> oh, I love Paul Rudd. How does he hate Paul Rudd? Paul he Rudd just doesn't like his face. There's lit- he's handsome. There's nothing he's wrong with his face. Handsome. And he's like his face has stayed the same for like the past yeah. thirty years. I don't know. He's a he's a good looking guy. He is. He's very handsome. Yeah. I don't know. Equally as handsome in her later years as seen in Killing of a Sacred Deer is Alicia Silverstone. Oh, my God. It's one of my girlfriends. You have so many. I do. I have so many boyfriends. We only share one, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Joaquin. (laughs) (laughs) This show is literally just turning into us drinking, bringing up a movie, and then talking about anything else. It's become a real podcast. Yeah. (laughs) The, The premise doesn't matter anymore. No, it doesn't. Oh. It's like we got a sponsor, we got a theme song, and we just let it get to our head. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you have anything else to say about Kill Chain? Because I really don't. Um, does this look infected? No. Then no. Okay. No. Um, it's not. It's middle of the road, Nicholas Cage. So it's like. You could put it on and not pay attention to it and then mm-hmm. still get the whole idea. But also, like, 
You can watch you the first. Can, yeah, you can put it on and then like fall asleep for 40 minutes and wake back up. And, and Nick Cage will be there again. Yeah. You won't miss anything, really. It's got like the dude, the dad from Veronica Mars in it. Yeah, and it's got the dude, dude from, from True Blood. True Blood. I don't know what his name was. The blonde one. The brother. Montgomery. Mm. Dominic Monaghan. <laughs> Definitely not. Fuck you guys. Dominic Monaghan's cool. Do you remember that conversation? Yep. At the bar? Mm-hmm. That guy? Mm-hmm. What a weirdo. Ugh. I'm trying that. Um. Yeah, I mean... I just skip it. It's whatever. It's a blah movie. Yeah, it's. I do. I will say I appreciate like the color scheme and a lot of like the shots. Like there's great. They, I don't know what you would call that. Like blocking. Yeah, they know how to make a movie. They just made a bad one. Yeah. Also, here's I got a beef with it. Um, they kill a sex worker. The sex worker is the first person to die in this movie. They kill mm-hmm. her very quickly for no reason. Yeah. And then there's another sex worker who stops and talks to Nick Cage while he's having a cigarette in the street. Also, I'm using the word sex. I'm using the term sex I'm worker. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I always use that. When was the last time you heard me? When did you hear me say prostitute last? We've talked about those on other podcasts. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. That's fine. Continue. Uh, I'm a little. Well, uh, the first person you see killed is a sex worker, but like leading up to that, you see someone dead in the movie, and they just kind of like skim over it. Well, it comes back later. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know he's dead yet. But here's the other thing. Mm. I didn't care. That was the thing. Yeah. Um, okay. That's you don't give a shit. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. You don't give a shit about anything no. in this movie. But there's a whole dumb. There's a whole thing in there where like every night the sex worker comes up and just like talks to Nick Cage to get a cigarette and she's like, mm-hmm. You never asked my sad story how I wind up here. And he goes, You never asked me either. And that whole setup is just like just so that he could have that line mm-hmm. where it's like, Yeah, I'm hiding out too. But it's like, why what of course you're hiding out. You're two fucking dumb Americans in Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out on the same fucking street corner. Whatever. It's a dumb movie. It's dumb. What's our next movie? Us. <laughs> Could you say it any less enthusiastic? I... Uh... I like the idea of this movie. It had too many ideas, though. It had too much going on. Too much. It just, it needed to focus. It needed to tighten its ship. I like, yeah. I mean, he, like, he throws, like, weird references in there, which I really appreciate as, like, a dumb horror nerd. Um, but yeah, chud. there's just uh, yeah, Chud, the Lost Boys. There's, like, so much going on. Stop picking at it. There's just too much going on. And it doesn't really, like, make sense. Not at all. It makes no goddamn sense. When you, like, really, like, sit down and think about it, it doesn't fucking make sense. 
Here's the thing. I'm going to bring this up. He's mm-hmm. not here. Senate Robert, defend this movie for your next segment. Um, he saw it twice in yeah. the theater. That's the thing. He hyped it up. He went and saw it and he loved it. So me, you, and Caesar went. And I remember afterwards he goes, I know Nick hated it, not just from the expression <laughs> on his face, but like there was like half an hour left. And he took out his phone and I just look over and he's looking up how long the movie was. I mean, that's pretty fair. Yeah. Where did they get the scissors? Uh, what? I mean. Where did they get the clothes? There's so many fucking questions. The fucking weird glove. Yeah. Like, why did Tim Heidecker get a better actor? Like, I get it. You like Tim Heidecker is in this or Heidecker, whatever his fucking name is. Mm-hmm. Just so you could hate him. Just so you could watch him die. That was kind of my favorite part that of the movie. That was my favorite part. Him and like Elizabeth Moss, their relationship, and them just like getting brutally killed. It's kind of my favorite part. But any other actor, like, yeah, it's literally. And what song do they get killed to? I'm really tired of movies doing that. Like, eh, I didn't he get like. No, he was like playing Beach Boys or something. Yeah, good and vibrations. And then she was like, when she was getting Call the killed, police and they put yeah. on NWA. Fuck the police. Yeah, mm-hmm. gross. <sighs> I mean, not gross, but it was just. Come on. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie "Kill Them Softly" with Brad Pitt? Mm-mm. I'm not saying this is the same, but it's right up there. I was watching this movie, and it's like it's pretty good. It's like a little drug gangster movie. And then they cut away to a scene, and it's like this slow zoom over, and you just hear like or like a pan over, like an aerial shot in like a room, and you just hear the background of fucking the Velvet Underground playing, mm-hmm. and then this dude is shooting up, and they actually play the song Heroin. I turned that movie off and never went back. I feel like killing somebody to good vibrations by the Beach Boys uh. is exactly the same, and then you follow up with Fuck the Police. Like, yeah. we're. We... It was just, yeah. It was, like, predictable, but. I don't know. Like, it also, like, doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how you can be predictable and not make sense at the same time, but, like, you, this movie did it. It's not just suspension of disbelief, it's suspension of logic. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't. And it like never explains any of the things that like should be fucking explained. I don't I don't know what he was like trying to do with this movie, honestly. He ha- there was he was saying things. There were things. He had like commentary. Sure. He was like going for it. Like that's the best and the worst thing you can say about this movie is that there's a lot of things going on and he really went for it and like yeah, but at the same time, it just like it just sort of fell on its on its face. Absolutely. Yeah, it was so <laughs> lame and boring, and I don't know how yeah. long this movie is, but it felt really long. Way too long. I, I mean, feel like halfway through, I was just like waiting to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Which I mean, oh, it was almost two hours, one hour and fifty six minutes. Tight ninety minutes. Horror movies that yeah. aren't like art house films 
should be a tight 90 minutes. Unless you're going to do something exceptionally beautiful mm-hmm. and haunting and scary. Tight 90 minutes. Yeah, I agree with that. Halloween is 88 minutes. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Evil Dead's like 79 or some shit. Yeah, it's like they, could, they They didn't have any money to make a movie. Uh, look up. Yeah, can you do I me mean, a favor? You look up how long Get Out is. Yeah, I could guarantee that's like a hundred minutes. It's not longer than that. And that movie was perfect. It was. It was perfect. It made its point, and then it got the fuck out. Which, like, this movie never made its point. No. <laughs> like it was trying to, but it never really got there. One hour and forty-four minutes. Mm. Yeah. It was worth it, though. Yeah, totally. I'd watch Get Out like a hundred times yeah. over rather than like watching Us again. I, and I, it's like it had like weird and creepy elements to it, which I really loved. But like, again, it just. It didn't work. No. It just fell flat. And, like, there's no way the dad would survive. No. No. Absolutely not. The four main characters are the only people in the movie who didn't get murdered off right away. What are the chances? Yeah. Those people couldn't couldn't fend for themselves in like a fucking mosquito thing. It was so like easy to like kill the... Doubles? Yeah, whatever you want to call them. The redcoats? I don't know. Doppelgangers. Sure. Any any of those. It was like Sour Patch Kids. Relatively easy to like kill them. Yeah. I don't understand why they're the only people that figured it out. Because but whatever. Good no, for them. They figured out they figured it out because uh the plot has to move along. Right. Well and it like all hinged around her. Which yeah. Again, like, so silly. So obvious. It's just... And then they had the Annihilation ending where it ends with them doing that weird dance. But, like, Annihilation, it made sense because one of them was copying them to become the other person. Mm-hmm. Where this is just them, like, oh, I s- we're still a copy. Like, the- I don't feel like the bunny thing paid off either. No. None of it paid off. I, I not have not any bit of it. So I fucking did not like this movie. I went in a whole tyrant in the kitchen, mm. and when you and when you literally just dropped us off, like mm-hmm. get out. Yeah. And then uh, it was me, Robert, and Caesar. The next day, I had to go see this movie again with Kel. Oh my god! And then afterwards, I was like, I saw this before. I fucking hated it. I like. I liked it better this time. It went by quicker. And then also, we went and saw it at uh, Western Regal, okay. and nobody was there. There was oh. like 10 people there. You and I went, no, she and they and I, God damn it, they and I went and saw it at the Logan, and it was like full. Really? Like, I had to save them a seat. Hmm. And then, I don't know, it was like, it's like the crowd effect. There was more people there, so it went by faster. It wasn't any better, but I also wasn't paying as much attention. Yeah, that would help. I didn't have to, and like it did help, but it's it's just a bad movie. Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't even say it's bad. It's just kind of like convoluted, and like the point never gets across. 
I'm not even sure there is a point. <laughs> There's points to the movie. I haven't seen it since it came out. And like, when did it come out? March? I don't even know. I just like watched it like a couple nights ago. And I'm still like, ugh. Yeah. I'll never watch it again. I saw it twice in the theaters. Pretty dumb. Um, also, Welcome to Mooseport came out in 2004. Ugh. He's done anything since except uh, he did two narrator things for TV documentary films. The Unknown Flag Razor of Iwo Jima and We, the Marines. He's got a great voice. He's got to get back to commercials. Gene Hackman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or anything. I thought you were talking about Ray Romano for a second. <laughs> no, Ray Romano's still in things. He shouldn't be. He's got Maybe he should be. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I know him from, what was this TV show? Everybody Hates Chris. Mm. Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. He was also on King of Queens. They had several crossover episodes. Your husband loves Kevin James and hates Paul Rudd. I know. What the fuck? Well, I won't say he loves Kevin James. What's his favorite TV show? The King of Queens. But that doesn't mean he likes everything else Kevin James does. We'll watch it, <laughs> but he doesn't love it. Have you seen Paul Blart? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Paul Blart too? Yes. I rest my case. <laughs> could you could you lift your mic up a little? Yep. I don't want anyone to hear that. No, nor should they. <laughs> um, I don't know if you noticed. I didn't wear the headphones. I didn't use the C word. I can see them on the end of your mic stand. It's holding the mic stand. That's the only reason. Yeah. This is better for the show. Great. Why is there a baseball bat in here? My roommate's a lunatic. Okay. Fair answer. So I realized I really didn't contribute much to this room for this for the um, to soundproofing. This blanket, which I didn't like, which also it just doesn't. It looks the way it feels the way it looks like that color. It feels mm-hmm. like that color. Yeah. Behind you, that black towel, that black bath towel. Uh huh. I could use that. I have four towels. Definitely got that. bleach stains on it. That's blood. That's bleach. Blood. I know bleach when I see it. I bleed neon. Shut up. <sighs> I want my towel back. That's my whole thing. All right, we'll take your towel back. I can. I'll bring another towel. No, I'll, I just bought a towel for a house guest. I don't think they're going to take it with them when they leave. So I have a towel. And an extra toothbrush now. <laughs> Gross. Mm-hmm. Very uncalled for. Let your comment. This uh, blanket is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I still don't like it. I know. That's just like what I feel when I see that color. What color is that? 
sand? It's kind of like a taupey mustard. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. But that's like Texas Chainsaw. It makes you uncomfortable. Taupey mustard is the name of my lead investigator character in my dinner theater production of Who Cares? Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> Someone's like been it. murdered here. Who cares? Mm, yeah. This is America. Mm-hmm. We haven't had an hour yet. Are we just going to end it? Are we just going to play the theme song? Do we care? Sure. <laughs> Are we going to stretch this out? I mean, we picked We picked two movies we didn't movies. care about, and then yeah. we talked about everything else again. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about future episodes. We're doing a Michael Keaton double feature. Yes. We're definitely doing Doubt at some point because you're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. What We're... I'm really excited for, um, at some point, Cal, uh, I'm excited about this, but no, oh shit, I fucked up. What I'm really excited for mm-hmm. is our best of the decade episode. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, I started <laughs> compiling a list already. We have like one month left. Yeah. Roaring 20s. And then I have, we have a guest, finally. Mm-hmm. Kel, who's won all of the sweepstakes. Yeah. Uh, they're going to come on, and you and I are going to do our normal episode. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to sit around and make snide comments the whole time. And then we're going to get to our John Carpenter double feature, mm-hmm. where the three of us talk about two old John Carpenter movies that they haven't seen Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Wait. Jose also needs to be a guest, which I don't remember which movie is like the latest that he needs to see. The Exorcist, maybe? I thought he saw that. Did you not see that? Mm-mm. We'll, we'll do The Exorcist with him. Yeah. Uh, and Exorcist 3. We'll skip two. Ooh, I love Exorcist 3. Yeah. Have you, have you yeah. watched it yet? I haven't watched the whole thing. Okay. I have it. I know you do. It's on <laughs> It's on Prime, too. I think, yeah, it's on something. Did you say that was Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite movie? I think I did. Is that true? <laughs> I read it somewhere. Okay. Yeah. That Whether that makes it true or not. If you read it on the internet, it's true. All right. Then that's Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite. There you go. You heard it here. Do not rub First your beard. Second. Hmm? Quit rubbing your beard I on didn't the microphone. Rub it. My, my, my hair got caught. Because okay. I put my face on the mic. Mm. Okay. You never use this mic. I have the one with the rubber band. I know. Um, we're also going to do We the Animals at some point. Next if episode. If you ever watch it. <laughs> I will. Was that convincing? No. I'll watch it right now. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, sorry. Mhm. You had so many opportunities. I apologize. This is the point where you forgive me, and we move on as friends. All right. <laughs> Let's move on by ending this episode. I need to be forgiven. You're forgiven. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not. I've, I know that face. Don't don't turn this into something else. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the episode. Mm-hmm. Don't watch Kill Chain or us if you haven't already. Just watch Get Out. Yeah. So much better. And actually, like, his Twilight Zone, awesome. I don't know if you've watched any of those. They're fantastic. Watch that. Also, R.I.P. Gene Hackman. I thought he wasn't dead. He's not dead. (laughs) Okay. Mm. So now we're going to play us out, but yeah. Uh, how do we usually end this? That's how we end it. I'm Aaron Rose. I'm Nick. Thank you. If you made it this far. Aaron's going to pee. Thanks for listening.